There's a reason that some people have very high blow-up rates and some people don't have very high blow-up rates. And they're the intangibles that get managed through this process right here. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area. And this is how we do it. I'm gonna reinforce that data. And the scenario. This is, I think we missed this a lot. I just mentioned this, obviously. I gotta reinforce the data. So how am I gonna do that? We just talk about the facts. What am I? I'm gonna take the facts and do what? We've done that. I gotta reinforce and take this explanation of data, and I've gotta connect that and show them why. Why does this matter? Why does it matter that we have 0.8 months of inventory right now? Why does it matter that we're the lowest of all time? Why does it matter, right, that sales were up 60 plus percent last month? Whatever it is, right? I've got to make sure I'm reinforcing this to what? Their core. I want to make sure that they're what? Associated with that. And they not only hear me, but what? They feel me and they believe me and they realize this as true. And this is going to take a process. It doesn't happen in one conversation. It doesn't happen in one car. That's why if I'm showing properties, I want them in my car. What am I doing? Programming their mind over and over and over and over and over. How do I do that deeper? I got to show them examples. This is a deeper level of the third-party story and how it applies to them. Have this other couple, they were in the exact same situation as you. They were wanting to come down here. They waited too long. And what happened was they got priced out of the market. Whatever it may be. I've got to do what? Make that relevant to them in that example and reinforce, obviously, what I have here from the fact standpoint. What would that be for you guys? What do you think this is in the buy side right now? Uh, home inspection issues, appraisal gaps, things like that. Yes, these here. The things I just mentioned about what they feel. They feel that you're not representing them because you had to pay too high. Is that your fault? doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't you know, tell them the truth about what the market is, they're going to have an even worse outcome, which is not happening. So what's the easiest way to do this? Yep, and you can tell the same exact story. Hey, there's a crazy thing that happened. We were representing this client the best we could. Right, told them that we were trying to help them navigate this crazy market, and no matter what we told them about the facts, guess what they did? They didn't believe it. They figured it was the agent. Right, whatever it is, guess how many houses they got? Zero. Right, you're telling stories, reinforce that. You're giving examples of what happens if they don't follow the process and the way you're guiding. You gotta explain to them why it's relevant. I kind of hit on that a minute ago. Right, but this is important. I want to constantly keep doing this over and over and over. If I'm reinforcing it, can I reinforce something at one time? Nope. So again, this is your guidebook, your checklist of what am I doing in the process and the psychological side of it. When I reverse engineered this, all how the brain works and how the brain calculates and really has to do with all the problems I get people that they call us, which are unrealistic problems. But the problem comes back to us and our ability to articulate the reality of the market. You guys with me on that? The fourth part, which is super important, which I got to make sure I do here, is I got to be willing, this is where I collide. I want to collide with care. But here's what a lot of agents do. They get to this point, what do they do? They fold, they ignore it, they let it go. Or avoid. Avoid, yeah. A lot of times they avoid that collision here. 
The reason that it's collide parts here is because at this point, if I preframe the right way, right, and we're in alignment and our outcome, whatever it is, and I've explained the facts, the data, I've weaved it in with stories, right, I've backed it to their why, I've made it relevant to them, I've got example after example, now I've built what? The framework to be able to collide with power to them so that they actually care and we're not in an adversarial position. Now, the flip side, though, what a lot of agents are doing is they skip these parts here and they just flat out collide, which creates what? Anger. A disconnect with the client. So half people I get are just winning out like so-and-so. They just keep, you know, we don't get along. We don't see eye to eye, whatever it is, which means what? I just didn't do this and this and this right before the collision. On the other side, people just get run over in the marketplace. They can't figure out why they've written four offers up and all four haven't got accepted. Right? Or, here's where the secret killer is. You've written four offers up, three got accepted, but guess how many close? Zero or one. Because you're not realizing, maybe the reason those deals keep falling out is because you're not managing this aspect of the piece. There's a reason that some people have very high blow-up rates and some people don't have very high blow-up rates. And they're the intangibles that get managed through this process right here. And so, as an expert, as a top producer, what do I gotta do? Be hyper aware, right? Look in the mirror, what's happening? What am I feeling? What's going on? So I can really make sure that I want to make sure I'm hitting all the pieces. So in my mind, I'm checking all the boxes off. And when I designed this, I said, look, where are all the boxes I got to check before I collide? And like Ryan mentioned, if I can have them know that I, I can collide with them with care, and I've stayed rapport, built rapport, and I built my case, at that point, the collision tends to go in the right direction if I'm focused on what the ultimate outcome is for them. Then what do you think the next step's going to be? It's repeat. Now, it's not necessarily just regular repeat though. It's gonna be repeat with data, with intelligence. So when I get to this point here of getting to the collision, right? What do you think makes the client turn on you? Like somebody that's had this experience, what do you think makes the client turn on you? You've done your job, you've sent properties, you've shown them driven through everywhere, Right? You've gone back and forth, back and forth. And, and what happens, you know, what ultimately you think makes them turn on you? What drives the DNA of them turning on you at this point? Or why would somebody's, you know, grandpa tell the, the son that you're paying too much money? Yeah. Their worldview. Yeah. The problem that you all are experiencing and dealing with is deeper and bigger than you understand, than I understand, than we understand. And it comes down to how they view real estate agents. And so they've been conditioned through experiences and problems and things that happen and people that say things their entire life. They don't know anything about you. And so what happens, they're looking at you through a what? A lens, and that lens tends to be skewed. Just like if you do one thing wrong with your client in the beginning, what happens to the rest of the deal? Everything you do is wrong. No matter what you do, they see it as being wrong because their worldview is shifted in regards to what's happened. And so part of my repeating is once I get around this, so for example, round one, looking at properties, round two is actually, you know, making the offer, round three is a home inspection. The same thing with sellers though. This is the first time I meet with them, are they ready, right? Whatever it is, I gotta understand what's their worldview of, of agents and, and where are they at? I'm taking inventory and in essence, I'm scoring that as I repeat this process. So again, from the high level of a, and if, if I'm in a listing presentation, I'm having to do all these in the same two hours, multiple times, right? Loop after loop after loop in this process. Does that make sense? Second thing I want to understand is their self-view. 
So the biggest thing you're seeing right now, why self-use is important and why it's on here, is you're getting viral, you get them excited, you get them to write the offer, then what happens? They get scared, they, they recoil. Buyer's remorse. And the buyer's remorse that they have is tied to the certainty they have in themselves. They're very confident in life, they take things on, right? Probably a business owner, they're gonna have a higher self-view because they've been through more If they're very, you know, I guess, tentative or very timid in how they act, I gotta be aware of that and say, you know what, they probably don't have as strong a self-view, which means I gotta reinforce it deeper based on how I gauge where they are psychologically. And so I gotta understand, as I repeat this process, I almost put rinse and repeat, but I wanna make sure as I get through phase one, that's just the warm-up. Now I say, here's where they're at, here's where they think of me, I'm digging, asking questions that are judging these two at all times. Are you guys with me on this? Why is that? Because a lot of times we're losing people, you know, two months in, three months in, this is not a one-time thing, right? Which is why I designed it that way. Number three, I gotta make sure I'm maintaining rapport. I put this important that I, I gotta constantly be measuring and maintaining my rapport right here. I designed it that way on purpose, why? Because what's happening, I'm seeing this happen, is you guys do good the first two laps. But after about two collisions, what happens to them? What do they do though? What do you guys notice? And let's say you're in a transaction even. What's happening? What do you notice? The conversations get more tense, right? The conversations get shorter. You notice some animosity towards you, right? You notice there's a disconnect there all of a sudden. And what's happening is your rapport has disappeared. And so if you're not aware of that, they're going to send a message to the broker or to somebody else saying they don't like so-and-so because they're not for them or whatever it may be. And so I want to constantly be measuring and maintaining that and knowing that, hey, look, as I have collisions, there's going to be a disconnect. And my job as a salesperson, as an influencer, is to do what? love on them and care on them and say, look, I do care about you. Remember, we're in this battle together, right? This is not easy for me or you. We're getting to this outcome together and I'm back, taking them back up to what this is here because I got to get them aligned with the why with me. What's wrong poor? Let's say I've had a couple collisions about price or feedback on the telephone with them. I've got to be measuring my constant report. If I feel all of a sudden we get off report, what do I go back to? Something emotional that we connect about. Hey, hey, I know you're feeling a little crazy about this, a little stressed. I can feel it. Man, hey, I'm stressed too, but I just want you to know I'm here for you. I care about you, and I'm committed to getting this outcome that you want. I know sometimes it may be difficult. It's frustrating. Just know it's frustrating for me. I see all the crazy stuff. Most of the time, I'm just trying to keep that from hitting you, right? I'm going back to doing what? Reconnecting with them in the process when I feel that we're out of alignment. So if you learn anything from today, feel when you and your clients are out of alignment and do what? Love on them. And so I'm going to go back and find a way to connect with them, our initial conversation. If I have really good notes, I can talk about something in the notes. We got to get you to Florida to get you your grandkids. Are you with me on this? Right? Get them bought back in at that point. Does that make sense? Last piece of this, super important, is I got to make sure I'm aware of and measuring at all times my 10, 10, 10. I want to be aware of what, how are they doing in my 10, 10, 10. 10 on, what is it again, Matt? 10 on me. 10 on me. Company, 10, on 10 on company, 10 on the product. What's the most important one there for you guys? You. you. When I have some, you know, broke realtor trying to badmouth me or the company, which is happening more than ever, right? More than ever right now, then I got to go back and do what? Reinforce 10, 10, 10. 
10, 10, 10, right? Whatever it may be. And be willing to challenge them on that. If you hear somebody's agent said X, Y, Z, I'm going to go back and do what? Challenge on that. Who is it? What do they say? By the way, that's illegal. But they do it every single day. It's a violation of code of ethics and also illegal. Right? We just had it happen yesterday. Somebody trying to steal our listing. It's very important that I'm going back and doing, reiterating what we do, what we have. Here's what we are. Top 1% of the world. All these things matter. And what's this do to them? If I do that, what's that do for them? Reassurance, right? Reassurance. This phase here, this repeat phase, is so you can go back and pump back up the balloon that gets deflated in this chaos of going through the, the gauntlet of the marketplace. You guys with me on this? Super important. 